2: And welcome to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with...
1: Jason Shear.
2: Also known as Shang Tsung from yeah. last night. If you listened to last night's podcast.
1: Did not play Mortal Kombat Let's last see night.
2: how many Mortal Kombat references Jason has tonight. I
1: played NCAA 14. Uh, it was the Territorial Cup. What happened? My three quarterbacks and my two running backs either tore ACLs or broke legs. And we lost and I was very upset.
2: Sounds sounds very Arizona. That's okay. You're a winner here. Oh, it's a video game. Okay, we're good. It's just a video game. Anyway, uh, we're here to preview Mississippi State's defense.
1: Got to look the, at that D.
2: You got to look at the D. Goes with the O. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know.
1: Are the kids in bed? All right.
2: Kids are sleeping. It's late. Um, we have how many questions this evening? Five. Five. Lucky number five. I think. Okay. Well, we'll see. I have. I can't see the end of this page. Stay
1: tuned, Shelby. You have
2: no idea the stats that are coming at you right now. With question number one, what has Zach Arnett brought to this Mississippi State defense?
1: So Zach Arnett is the defensive coordinator. Kind of funny. He was at Syracuse, and then Mississippi State said, "No, we'd like you instead." And he runs a three-three-five. Rocky Long, three-three-five protege for Rocky Long. Stack defense moves guys around. Um, it's not necessarily a stack all the time, but as you know it, as you see it, um, it is a three-three-five. The strength of a three-three-five. Wow, Shelby just let up a big yawn. I talk formations and she just falls asleep.
2: I'm sorry. What formations? Too, too complicated.
1: <laughs> San Diego State also plays a three-three-five. This one is a little more aggressive, um, a little more different, and probably a little more better. Than what we saw. What yeah, we saw
2: was San Diego, right? Say.
1: Because generally speaking, you are not supposed to be able to run against a three-three-five defense. So, um, you know, just to to say what he's brought, uh, they're they're pretty good defensively. Usually, with Mike Leach teams, you don't think they're that good on defense. But uh, this defense last year actually led the SEC in fewest first downs allowed, and uh, was the fewest total plays on the year. So the most three and outs or the most, you know, the fewest plays. His defense, third in total defense in 2021 in the SEC, fourth in total defense in 2020, after ranking 11th. So that's in the SEC. So they moved up uh, seven spots in his first year at Mississippi State. Um, you know, they're they're just they're good. They finished top five in the SEC total defense, fewest first downs allowed, takeaways, rushing defense, yards allowed per rush in the best conference in America. Hmm. And you can say, oh, well, they're not necessarily that great at this or that, but then you got to keep competition in mind. Mississippi state in the last few years has had one of the hardest schedules in the country. Uh, This team defensively has done well against really good teams. It's a different style of football um, in the sec, but you know, picture San Diego state's defense with better athletes and bigger guys. And that's pretty much Mississippi state's defense. And so, um, you know, it's a certain level of aggression. They're going to blitz quite a bit. A lot of it is a run blitz, but they're basically going to try to make Arizona and especially the offensive line as uncomfortable as possible.
2: All right. Question number two. How good is this run defense?
1: It's legit. And, and a lot of that is the three three five. You know, you're willing to give up some intermediate passes once in a while to completely shut down the run. And the goal is to basically... Make the opposition one-dimensional. Uh, you know, again, Mississippi State was third in the SEC and twelfth in the entire nation last year in rushing defense. They allowed just forty-eight runs to go for more than ten yards, which was second in the SEC. And allowed eighty-four rushing first downs, with which was fifteenth in the entire country. Since two thousand twenty, uh, Mississippi State has allowed fewer than one hundred fifty rushing yards in sixteen games, trails only Alabama and Georgia during the in the SEC. So, you know, it's obviously that the two teams there in terms of rushing yards, Alabama and Georgia, are are pretty good. They hold opponents to just 119 rushing yards during that span, which was, again, third to Alabama and Georgia. And there's been some pretty good defenses in the SEC. So uh, it will be one of the better run defenses that Arizona faces because what happens is if the defensive line does their job, um, they also have multiple guys that can tackle. They're swarming to the ball. They're aggressive. They have the three linebackers. Um, They have the the defensive backs filling the gaps, and so it's a unique defense in that way. That is completely built upon, again, stopping the run. If Arizona successfully runs against San Diego State and Mississippi State in consecutive weeks, you can all shut up about the offensive line. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) finally. Because they're kind uh, of doing their job. Yeah, I mean, San Diego State, their strength was rush defense. Arizona averaged a solid four yards a carry. If Arizona averages four yards a carry this weekend, Mississippi State's probably in some trouble. I'm just going to say it because that means that their defense, their whole philosophy of stopping the run isn't working. And if it's not working, and and again, I can tell you right now, Arizona's goal is going to be the same. Run a lot early, establish the run, make Mississippi State commit to the run like they did San Diego State, and then hit them with the longer passes to guys like Singer, Cowing, etc. It's going to be a very similar strategy if Arizona establishes the run against this defense, it is uh, it is super duper impressive because it is, a, it is a very legitimate good run defense, Shelby. Am I okay. scaring you yet?
2: I'm I'm getting a little anxious. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This isn't. Th- this is an SEC team. There's well, a, you that's know, true. and we saw what SEC teams do to Pac-12 teams in the last couple of years, and we saw. I know it's a different level, but we saw what the best SEC team, or maybe even the second best SEC team did to Oregon, it was disgusting. It was not good. And I know that wasn't at Oregon or whatever, but it's it's a different animal, different kind of athlete in the SEC. Cornfed. Yes.
2: Yes. All right. Question number three. The strength is in stopping the run, but is it safe to assume there is talent in the secondary as well?
1: Yeah, you could actually make a case that the most talent on this defense is in the secondary. Now, again, it's not like a superstar secondary, but... There's, there's definitely some, some talent, and a lot of it is returning talent. Uh, Sean Preston, Colin Duncan at safety, 65 starts for Preston, 28 for Duncan. Uh, you know Jalen Green was a cornerback at Texas, transferred, played 10 games at safety last year. Multiple interceptions, uh, only allowed a reception on half of the targets in coverage. He was 13th among safeties in the SEC in corners, uh, third among players in passing rating allowed. Really good. Emmanuel Forbes is a scary dude. He's at corner. He's second in, uh, in all of college football interceptions, returned for a touchdown. He's done it three times. He was a freshman All-American. He has eight picks in two years. Active career interceptions leader in the SEC. 12th in all of college football. Uh, he's one of five players in college football with eight or more interceptions since you know the start of 2020. Fourth in that span. You want me to keep going? Mm-hmm. Fifth in the whole nation in career interception, return yards, it's not the fact that he intercepts it. It's that he is very, very good once he does. Jaden Delora is going to have to be very good because these corners, again, so the 3-3-5, three, three, you have multiple defensive backs. So what happens is you have multiple guys that can go and intercept that ball. And so the problem is that if you make a mistake in coverage, you basically have... A guy like Preston, a guy like Duncan, a guy like Green Forbes, et cetera, that are more likely to make that play than a six three two hundred and fifty pound linebacker. These guys all have hands, and that's why it again it plays kind of right into to forcing turnovers because you have more defensive backs on uh you know on on the roster overall so it's it's a difficult situation. You look miserable right now when I describe Mississippi state's defense.
2: I'm riveted.
1: It's not that I mean you look like how are we gonna score on them type of deal? Arizona can score on Mississippi State. It just has to be good offense.
2: Is it the tight ends?
1: Actually, Shelby.
2: Yes. Jason. The tight ends
1: can play a big role against the three three five. Really? Because at the end of the day, what you're asking, and don't be surprised at the strategy, look at you. Uh-huh. Is because of the three three five, you're asking for a mismatch. Don't be surprised if Arizona plays the tight end more than it did against San Diego State in terms of coverage. They could choose to take a guy like Tanner McLaughlin and put him as a blocker to make sure those blitzes don't work. Because, look, if San Diego State is blitzing, if you pick up those blitzes, they're in trouble. And that's what happened with San Diego State. They blitzed. Arizona picked up the blitzes, and then you had big gaps. And and, and at the end of the day, Mississippi State has better athletes and all that, but I'll take Jacob Cowing versus defensive back one-on-one in open space. I'll take Cowing every day. I'll take T-Mac one-on-one with the DB. In open space any day you know and, and and then you have arizona's running back so it's going to be a situation where it's similar to what mississippi state wants to do in offense arizona is going to want to create mismatches and that could very well be alex Lyons, mclaughlin it wouldn't surprise me at all if those guys had solid days because again you have to create a mismatch against the 335 and you can do it it's possible to do it it's not like this defense is the greatest defense of all it's time. not a mystery right but it's just a matter of executing and and making sure that you're picking up the blitz. If the offensive line is struggling and not picking up that run blitz, Arizona is just not going to win. It's that simple. No pressure.
0: No pressure, Arizona. Selling a little or a lot? to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow grow with Shopify sign up for a one dollar per month trial period at shopify.com odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com odyssey podcast okay picture this it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you I
1: can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa
0: Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild, conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.
2: All right. Well, I'd like to comment there are four questions here. Well, We're missing number five, honey.
1: You don't win games with D. <laughs> no one gets excited by the D. They get excited by the O. Or the O leads to, the D leads to O.
2: Are we talking basketball too?
1: Because okay. when you play the D, a lot of times you'll get the O right when you want to. Wow. And that.
2: <laughs> what is wrong with you? I'm
1: talking football. We're,
2: I know you're talking football.
1: Yeah, I don't know what you're talking right? about. Right? Question four. Question
2: I... four. Are the kids in bed? Safety. To say that defensive experience really means something, how much do the Bulldogs have?
1: So again, we talked about San Diego State. We're going to keep comparing for no reason whatsoever. Okay. They lost vital guys. Mississippi State returned 79% of its defensive snaps. Of the 22 players on the defensive side of the two deep, right? So two deep, 22 guys. 17 have played for the last two years under Arnett. And three more, so 20 of them have at least one season. So 20 of the 22 have been on this roster for at least one year. They're experienced. They know the system. That's not an issue for them. They return their leaders in tackle, tackles for loss, sacks, quarterback hurries, interceptions, and pass breakups. Every basic little, basically, basically every defensive stat leader, Rob returns. The guy that kind of makes it all happen is Jet Johnson at linebacker. He had 13 tackles last week against Memphis, led the team in tackles with 87, uh, ranked third among all returning linebackers in college football with the 74.7 PFF grade best linebacker in the SEC, statistically.
2: This is is making me (laughs) anxious. Well,
1: yeah, but, I mean, look.
2: I know, it's like any given Saturday.
1: It's not that it's – look, Mississippi State is a good team. And the thing is, if you look at Mississippi State – Last year, for instance, or before the season, a lot of the predictions were this is kind of your breakout team, and and I say their defense is good, but they return experience, but they still allowed 34 points to Texas Tech. They still allowed 31 points to Ole Miss and Arkansas, 49 to Alabama. They still allowed 31 to Memphis last season. Are they some dominant unit? No, and a lot of it, is the offense can go very quick, like three and out, or it can take, you know, 20 minutes. And a lot of it is that. This defense is good. Don't get me wrong. But it's not like you watch and you go, oh, shit. And, Ma- and Memphis scored 23 points. Some of it was was garbage. But they still allowed, you know, and, and Arizona has better players than Memphis. Seth Hennigan isn't a very good quarterback. Jade, you know, Ducker is not a great running back. They uh, they they weren't they, they ran the ball six yards a carry. They just, by the time they were doing it, you know, it, it was done. But, like, they have, you know, Seth Hennigan, who's a sophomore, solid guy, but it, it, it's it's not the end of the world. I know I just made out this defense to be like it's the greatest defense of all time, and it is, Shelby.
2: Are you, you're just being honest.
1: But it's, it's not a situation where you're like, well, shit, if Arizona can't, you know, get, will Arizona be able to score 21 points? Yes. Yeah, they, they should be. And look, if it's a track meet, then it's a track meet. Yeah. But, you know, you just I... just
2: got I, more points at the end. Right.
1: And if it's a defensive battle, that's probably better for Arizona. Because that means that Mississippi State isn't doing what it wants to. Uh, again, you know, for me, for the for the key for Arizona winning is it, it needs to stay, Very similar to San Diego State. Establish the run. Make San Diego or Mississippi State really go for the run. And then you kind of open up the pass. It's a little more difficult, but it's not impossible. And I'm sure Jed Fish, look, you can, I said this for, I, I know Jed Fish got a lot of criticism for offensive play calling and all that. But you're only as good, last year.
2: I was going to say, what? <laughs> but you're only
1: as good as personnel. And I got a text from a coach and he said, uh, and it wasn't even Arizona coach. He goes, look, he goes, I, I I read your guys' stuff. I know him from for years. And he goes, the one thing you can't criticize Jed for is offensive play calling. That's what he does. He's not very involved on the defensive ball. That's pretty much going to be all Nansen. I don't even know if Nansen talks to Jed about the defensive game plan, to be perfectly honest, because that's not Jed's thing. But Jed's thing is offensive play calling. Arizona is going to have a good strategy this weekend. It's just a matter of whether or not they can execute it. Right. Should Arizona be the underdog in this matchup? Absolutely. Is Mississippi State the better team? Absolutely. But a lot of people, not me. I was on that train. A lot of people said San Diego State would be the better team cuz of last year. You just don't know. And this will be a test for the offense. They are we'll,
2: traveling pretty far. We'll
1: find out. Yeah, I mean the travels far, the environment won't matter. They're used to playing in SEC environments. It is late. It is late, I suppose, but there's a lightning delay for Memphis. And it was a home game, but um, you know, hey. It's a big it, to me this is a pretty large upset of Arizona.
2: This is a proving game, for sure.
1: Like, I, I did a poll on Twitter, and we'll have our, our predictions on uh, on Saturday in our preview, but I did a poll on Twitter, should Arizona be ranked if they win, and it was 55-45, to 45, yes. And in my mind, there's absolutely no doubt.
2: How could you even if, say no if, if they win? If
1: Arizona goes on the road and beats San Diego State and follows it by a home win against a school that could possibly, even if they're middle-of-the-road SEC, I don't know how you don't rank Arizona.
2: No, that would be insane. That would just be petty and vindictive. At I point. told my
1: dad that Ar- that would mean that Arizona has uh, one of the best starts of the season in the country, and he looked at me nuts, and I said, you would have to work a little bit to find two impressive wins like that. I'm not saying they're the most impressive, but, you know. They're up there. They're up there. Arizona has a pretty hard, you know, schedule. But, yeah, it's it's a difficult game. I don't like to blow smoke up your ass, so to speak. But when I'm breaking down that D. I make sure I break it down hard, and I'm super accurate. In the pocket. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> By the way, I want to vent a little bit. Oh, here you go. I'm very upset. Why? Who's my guy when it comes to announcing? We met him in Seattle years ago. We talked to him on the field.
2: Uh, uh, Papadakis.
1: Petros. My boy Petros. Yeah. Love Petros. He shuts down General Benz after every game. Right. They're not sending. FS1's not sending their announcers to the game. They're making them do it from, like, the studio. Oh, I hate
2: it when they do it, remote. So,
1: we found that out. I think Lev found that out. He broke it, but Petros won't be there, and I'm very upset. Lame. Yeah, send him out.
2: He's so fun.
1: You got Air, the, Arizona's the best team in the conference. They're kicking off at 8. You got Oregon State, the second best team in the conference. They're kicking off at 7.30. Ooh. That's already a travesty. Send the announce. Send my guy Petros to the game. Let him shut down General Benz, like he always does. It is lame.
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, there are cutbacks everywhere. Apparently, stupid FS one. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, for our preview, you're not gonna give any teasers where you're heading here.
1: I think I pretty made it. I made it pretty clear. <laughs> I mean, I,
2: I think you made it pretty clear.
1: You know, what we should do Shelby. What Mississippi State fans are gonna travel, and there's guys on the board. There's guys on their board. They're very arrogant right now. I don't blame them, but I understand that they think Arizona's gonna win. But they they tailgate pretty good.
2: I love tailgating.
1: So if you're listening, you're Mississippi State fan. Please send me an invitation, Shelby and I will free food from. And we want to know how you do it. <laughs> do it down there in the South. But I also, know. if you need some suggestions, there's a good thread on Wildcat Authority. We in a previous podcast we gave like every food suggestion in the United States of America, basically. <laughs>
2: Well, yeah, uh, Someone texted extensive. me from Mississippi
1: State. You could probably figure out who it is based on previous ties and said that I was sending, uh, <laughs> why are you sending my people down to die? Because I told them to go to South Tucson to eat Mexican food. Um, That's where the good Mexican food is. Yeah, but I don't know if you're from Mississippi. Are you ready for that?
2: I don't know. Like, yeah,
1: I don't know. The day? I don't know how that works. During the day, you should be fine. You're
2: fine. But, I love um, South Tucson. Yeah,
1: hit me up. Mississippi, guys. I know someone from Mississippi. Or
2: Arizona fans. We want a tailgate. We'll stop by.
1: We got a good friend from Mississippi. Shout Mm -hmm. out Carl from Mississippi. Shout out to
2: my stepdad, Carl.
1: So, I think he's an Ole Miss fan, though.
2: Well, you know, he's from Vicksburg. I don't know what that means. I don't either. We don't know Mississippi, but we're so happy you're coming (laughs) to our city.
1: (laughs) So, uh, yeah, I mean... I, I don't think there's any secret where I'm leaning. Shell.
2: Where I don't understand you. So I, I just haven't decided it? how
1: much I'm picking Arizona to lose by. Wow. <laughs> Look, dude, the spread opened up at seven and a half. I believe as of now, it's 11 and a half. That's crazy ass movement. <laughs> like, that's a lot of movement, Shell.
2: Well, I'm a believer.
1: I'm going to bear down. Shelby didn't believe me, but I said before the season, I said, you're going to pick Arizona to go undefeated. And she goes, no, I'm not. No,
2: I'm not.
1: (laughs) I will tell you right now, there isn't one game that Shelby will pick Arizona to lose. Not one. That's not true. Not one.
2: That is not true. Not one. But I'm riding the high of last week. I think that Jed and the team are... And I think that they have a plan.
1: I, on a scale of 1 to 10, if Arizona wins, I will be a 7 on the unbearable Jason scale.
2: No, no, no. I will be a 25 out of 10. It could get ugly. If Arizona wins. Because I predicted that they would.
1: It could get super ugly. If if Arizona wins, these Mississippi State fans are going to hear it from because Arizona houts money. Like, after a win, we are just... We're crazy. We're cr- it's just, Literally. I'm, like, you got people being like, man, like, I don't know when Arizona's going to lose ever again.
2: We drove by uh, Maloney's on 4th Avenue. And I think that... Maloney's. Maloney's, sorry. I got them confused. Maloney's and the glass door, to the front door is broken. It's just wood now. So something and crazy I, happened over I the weekend. I don't think that's
1: when the guy got stabbed there.
2: No, that was two or three weekends ago.
1: Right. Martha Avenue
2: is crazy. Yeah,
1: maybe the Mississippi State fans shouldn't go down. <laughs> Stanton, no anchovies, frog, and. Uh, Stanton University. I don't know. They probably like illegal
2: pizza. <laughs> probably. That's probably real hey, nice to
1: uh, uh, Okay, Oh, okay. I thought we were going to make a border joke. Anyway. Wow. Well, uh, 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 um, we'll be. Oh, and the Shear family will be up there on Friday. So we if are, you're there but, and you see me, let us know. Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, and if we do tailgate, I'm going to bring White Claws.
1: Shelby, you can't drink before covering a game.
2: I mean, they're non-alcoholic White Claws.
1: Unacceptable. <laughs> Shelby was like the mom in the press box last week. She had, like, hydration capsules and was, like, getting people water and paper. It was so cute.
2: It was really hot. Oh,
1: honey. I thought
2: some of people were going to faint.
1: Yeah, not me, though. We're warriors. That's right. Shout out Justin Spears, He said today those were like the best things anyone's ever given him. I forgot really? to say that. Yeah, Aww, Spears. They Justin. work really well. What are they called?
2: They're the hydration multipliers. Yeah, and they at Costco are right now. amazing.
1: Yeah, they're really, really good. They actually work. I'm a new man. I'm always hydrated. And when I'm hydrated, I'm always able to talk about that D. So with that being said, <laughs> thank you for joining us, Shelby. Bear down. Shelby, I was thinking about authentic Mexican food for people from Mississippi, and unfortunately, the Taco Bell by campus is not open yet.
2: It's just a construction zone, guys. There
1: is a Del Taco on, (laughs) what is it? I don't know. Somewhere. Congress or something like that. So if you're looking for authentic Mexican food, (laughs) Del Taco has great cheeseburgers.